Hello all, welcome to the Hope Without Sight podcast with your hosts, Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans. The topic of this podcast will consist of many stories of people from various backgrounds and experiences who have had many challenges and have been able to successfully overcome them and rise to the top. So sit back and relax as we give you the best of these diverse stories. Because if you are feeling down and out, like you cannot make it in the world, then this podcast is the right one for you. Because if my guests can make it, so can you. Happy listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hope Without Sight podcast with your hosts, Sailor Cooper and... This is Tyler Evans, your co-host. This is episode... 64, Creating Unity, Overcoming Anger, Hate, and Prejudice with Mark Entrican. About the guest, Mark Entrican is a, is a professional public speaker, senior life transformational coach and, coach and entrepreneur with a master's degree in organizational management and a bachelor's degree in business information systems with over 40 years of leadership experience, Mark brings a wealth of knowledge in creating positive solution-driven environments. His diverse background provides deep insights into achieving personal unity. Mark's keynote address, Creating Unity and Ending Anger, Hate, and Prejudice, focuses on understanding that anger is often a result of actions not getting effective results. He advocates for rethinking our learned behaviors and beliefs from the past to fostering unity and current knowledge and understanding. Without further ado, please welcome our fabulous guest, whose message, I believe, is to unite and not divide, Mark Entrican. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Sailor Tyler. It's good seeing both of you. It's great to be here. It's exciting to be able to come on board with you and talk a little about that achieving unity and ending some of the anger and hate and prejudice that we see almost every day. And as we watch the news, it's crazy how much of that we have coming about. Because, you know, it's you more, know we've seen it's it throughout the country. I mean, unlike after 9-11, we were so united. Now we can't do that anymore. We are deeply divided. And I hope by next year we end this division in the United States of America because united we stand, divided we fall. That's right. And I was just going to say, you know, our media in many ways promotes some of this division, some of it. Oh, I so agree. CNN, CNN, NBC, ABC, all these, the New York Times, they prom- in many ways promote some of this division because they find it entertaining, which is sad. They don't even they don't even realize it. I mean, or they either that or they don't care. Tyler, let me ask you a question on that. That's a very good point. But. Huh. Doesn't that come from our culture, what we have learned in the past? We've done that for so long, it begins to be a standard for us. It's almost like we're used to it. It's like, right. oh, okay, just another day, another uh, tragedy in the news. Oh, no big deal. Uh, it is a I big agree. deal. It is a big deal. That's what we need to learn is that exactly. our cultures from the past were incorrect. But it's all about what we learned and part of what got me into what I'm doing today. 
There is so much. Go ahead. I see nothing wrong with what we've learned in the past, particularly when it comes to our principles that we were founded on. Like, for instance, the whole concept of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The idea that you can pursue your dreams no matter where you come from, no matter where you've been, just like what me and Sailor want to do. That's the pursuit of happiness. It doesn't guarantee happiness. It's just the pursuit. It is. It's a pursuit of happiness. Exactly. And life, the idea that you and I and everyone else who's listening on this stage and in this uh, on, on this Facebook feed, we are all unique and gifted. We are all with created. The, we I like all what you live. both are saying. Yeah. That pursuit of happiness. But our pursuit of happiness cannot impact others in a negative way. No. Exactly. To stop. Exactly. In other words, we can't just be like, oh. For certain people, okay, like for instance, the sighted community. Um, I have, and I have nothing wrong with society, nothing against the sighted community. They're great people, and without them, we would literally go nowhere. Right. But there are some, there are some people within that community who underestimate blind people in so many ways. They think, oh, if this blind person works at this particular job, there will be a liability, quote unquote. They take us down. They justify that to say, oh, we're just not going to hire you because you're blind. Excuse me? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't accept that. I don't like that. And guess what? The reason why me and my friend Sailor are doing what we're doing now is because of this. It's so hard for you us know? to find employment. So we're starting our own thing, you know? <laughs> exactly. Well, I like to get what you're saying. But Sailor, Tyler, what we have to do is create that action plan. Why exactly. do people do that? Why does someone look at anyone that's visually impaired in any way than look at someone that is not visually impaired? We're exactly. all human. We yep. all have the same blood running through our veins. Why is there that fear? Why is the learn process that way? If you want to talk back to 1776 and freedom and building upon truth and justice for all, I'm with you 100%. Exactly. In that that's- same process. In that same process, we also have fears that have come about, whether it be race, creed, color, sexual orientation, anything to do with it. We have prejudices that are based on education. Some people are prejudiced because, well, they're, they have a degree. Well, they're, they're something else. They're, they should be off their own little circle somewhere else. We have people that just because of other beliefs, they, oh, no, they believe this, they believe that. It doesn't have to be just religion. No. They can just believe on different ideas and concepts and because of that fear that's created a prejudice is also created and in that prejudice we have anger and that anger can turn to hate and too many times that hate turns into rage i've been there i've been i've been there and you see mark uh i've had to deal with a lot of anger this year i mean i won't go into the specifics because i don't i don't want like talk negatively about people but i've been dealing with some difficult people this year and what I'm trying to do is rather to, to control the anger because I, I realize that anger is a normal emotion, but I need to set boundaries rather than rules because boundaries, they're what help us control ourselves to feel safe. Am I making sense? You're making a lot of sense when you talk about those boundaries. But when you talk about anger being normal, what made anger normal? What made anger a standard? I do not agree with that. I think the way we handle anger is a learned path. 
It's a learned process of how we have learned to do it, and it is not the best way to handle it. No. We need to learn to control our anger. Like you say, there may be that five to ten seconds of anger coming across, which may be more of a frustration, which I keyed the term, what the frustration, that's what we need to con- uh, concentrate and control it right there. Yes, it may be something that happens, but what we do with that anger has got to be improved immediately. And you exactly. see we're only improving every day because I'm doing meditations. Um, um, you know, I'm also like having more awareness. I'm also uh, like focusing on the positive things that bring me joy, you know, because that's that really helps. You bring exactly. a good point to there that brings you joy. And with your joy, you're not harming anyone else. You're not impacting anyone else. But back to our media, how much of what they do and what they say on the news impacts someone else in a negative way. They may enjoy it, but it's not right. Right. Your joy is helping you and helping others. The media is not, right? No, it isn't. And, and, And sometimes it's just good to just get away, turn off the television and just meditate and not look at the news for a while. Just be like, you know what? It's good to be informed. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. And that's great. But sometimes it's good to just step away and say, you know what? I'm going to have some time to where I relax. I meditate. I get away from these things for a while and say, hey, I want to recharge, you know? And you mentioned anger. Um, Sometimes it's good to be angry. For instance, when we see devastation, when we see unjust things happening, when we see things that are truly wrong, there's nothing wrong with being angry in that scenario, as long as it's controlled and it's, like you said, controlled and it's not going to lead to rage and hate, you know. Okay. But anger can't be a Why does that have to be anger as we know it today? Why can't that uh, be passion? I, I agree see. with you. Starving right. people, that, that's, we want to do something about that. But let's turn exactly. that anger into a passion. Let's have yeah, that right. use, our gifts exactly. use our gifts to words, help other people, right? Helping people? Absolutely. Helping Absolutely. each other? And, and let me tell you, and let me tell you, like, I, I actually had the opportunity to help many people. Whenever I was in college, I noticed one of the buildings in the college didn't have Braille on it. And I brought it up to the dean of the college indirectly. I mean, I was like, hey, what's going on with this? And it took some time, but. <laughs> I was interviewed by the college paper. I guess it was like email interview or whatever. And uh, she informed me or whoever did it. uh, They informed me and said, well, they got Braille on the building that didn't have Braille on it before because they had to upgrade it. And what do you know? I feel that by doing that, I helped other people in my shoes who would come to the campus who are visually impaired or blind. So, yeah. And also... So real quick, I want to go back further. Like, Mark, what got you into this headspace to do the anger coaching and deliver the keynote? Did you overcome challenges yourself? Or just tell us more. <laughs> so, thank you. That's a very good point. I went through one of those divorces from you know where. <laughs> oh, divorce is awful. And, that's why, and, and honestly, I'm, I've been dealing with, like, uh, I mean, I've never been married myself, but I've been dealing with conflicts due to marriage. I mean, I'm re-examining my view on marriage and legal marriage and all that. But uh, yeah, so you went through a divorce. What happened? It was a situation where the lawyers, and we know what lawyers are or do, in the, especially in the divorce 
realm, the divorce industry, got into that. And I went in thinking fair and justice for all. So I kind of let things go. I said, okay, the courts will take care of this. No problem. I had a woman that I put through real estate school, nursing school, read her nursing books to her, recorded them for her. I, not patting myself on the back, but I put her through school. I helped her get through school. At the divorce, I ended up with huge child support and alimony. It, they call it maintenance, but it wasn't. it's not maintenance. It's no. just a free dollar for them. And I hope you don't mind me saying this, but I just considered that nothing more than back payments for prostitution on credit. Oh, well, I had oh, to yeah. pay because get I have a feeling but back payments for prostitution on credit because of what many people have done: male, female, mother, father, man, woman, whatever you want to classify it as. It's not just gender biased, but it's judge biased. That but yep. that judge was found to be doing this over and over and over, and I got ripped apart all based on a judge's interpretation of the way life should be according to her. Oh my goodness. Yep. yep. You know, people always say the courts are are never wrong. Not true. Whoa. Not true. The Supreme Court has been wrong. For instance, Plessy versus Ferguson, 1896. The idea is separate but equal. Excuse me? There is no separate but equal. It was overturned by Brown versus Board of Education. And thank the Lord above that it was. And so, so yes, even the Supreme Court gets it wrong. And so from there, fast forward, you went through a divorce, like, take us through more. Exactly. Well, and that's the norm. Where is the norm? It's one of those situations yep. that this all came out to me in the process, and it helped me understand prejudice better. Here I was, oh, yeah. middle-income white guy, no problems, you know, a lot of misunderstandings or lack of communication, lack of knowledge. I was born in southern Mississippi, a little town called Picayune, way down <laughs> south. I was injured in an automobile accident when I was 18 years old. Went through the oh, windshield man. of the pickup truck. They helicoptered <sighs> me to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I went through nine pints of blood that they had to give me. I went in surgery uh, twice on, on the got scars inside of my head. And later I thought, nine pints of blood, where did that blood come from? Who gave me that blood? Were they red, yellow, black, brown, white? Were they middle income, higher income? Did they smoke? Did they have tattoos? Whoa, how many earrings did they have in all of their bodies? But do you think my parents cared? No. no. They have four blood types, A, B, A, B, and O. And all they cared was that the positive and negative. All they cared was there was a positive blood type that kept me alive. Doesn't matter where we go in the world, how many blood types are there? Four. Southern yeah. South Africa, Korea, no matter where I am, if I'm injured or you're injured, there's four blood types. We exactly. all come from the same. And speaking of that, um, in 2020, during the COVID-19 pandemic, there was a treatment that was uh, basically implemented where recovered COVID patients would donate plasma to patients to help them recover from COVID in the hospital. My yeah. sister-in-law had that treatment and it helped her. She was almost, she almost died from COVID, but thank the Lord above again, just thank God that she was able to get that treatment. And in Florida in 2020, early in the pandemic in Florida, the governor down there, he implemented that treatment. He first started implementing that treatment before the federal government even started doing it. 
And I'm just and glad and the federal did do something against what he was doing. That's I'm glad to hear he was able to do that. Exactly. So, so of course, you had an automobile accident, and uh, so like, take us through like after the divorce was final, like what led you to do what you're doing up until now. That's another great point, Taylor. Thank you. Because it starts a little bit earlier. When I was just after completing the second grade, that's when we were integrating the schools in southern Mississippi. Well, my mother had a sister out in southeastern New Mexico, and they were talking about how good the schools were out there. So we moved, my parents moved me from southern Mississippi out to southeastern New Mexico, small town called Lovington, and they did have a great school district. There's no doubt about that. But they moved me from an integrated black community into an integrated brown community. I'm thinking, wait a minute, what why what's what's better? What's why is one better than another one? And who's saying what's better? So I grew up better with a lot of good friends of all races, but still not understanding why people were being prejudiced against that. So right. I went through that just learning that and a little bit confused about growing up. And then I went through my divorce. And that is the time I really truly understood what prejudice meant. I was in there with times during my divorces when that first theoretical dad won the lottery and didn't give anything to his ex-spouse or his children. It hit the news. So then everyone, because of that little incident, the whole court system turned on. All dads are bad. Oh. That's wrong. So wrong. But that judge, oh. a lot of judges now, which do you know what a judge is? Have you ever thought about this? What is a judge? A judge is just another lawyer with five or more years of adversarial experience. That's how they get elected. Well, what's adversarial? Well, adversarial, right, wrong, good, bad. Does the judge like you? Does the judge not like you? Does the judge like what you're wearing? Does the judge like your attitude? That impacts. Like you're saying, our courts are not always right. A oh, lot no, of they're not. That's why I'm so based on attitude. at times. I'm sorry. You know, that's why we treated so unfairly at times. Like blind people, blind people in particular. Oh, yes, there is. There has been improvements, and I'm very grateful. The Americans with Disability Act is one big law. The Amendments Act of 2008, the Achieving a Better Life Experience Act of 2014, all these laws. And I don't know if you're you're familiar with the ABLE program, but yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a game changer for people who have disabilities. It really is because it allows them to finally save money for their needs. And there are so many people just who not only are blind, but so many other people, people with epilepsy, people with cerebral palsy, with all these other conditions and people like you who face several issues because people want to prejudge. That's what prejudice literally means. It's to prejudge people. Yeah, like, there you go. <laughs> you just hear about this person and you're like, oh, I don't like them because I heard the stuff about them. Never even met the person. It's like, what? And and I go with that too, Tyler. You're right on track because as I call hate, H-A-T-E, yep. that's yep. having accelerated troubled expectations. H-A-T-E. You just assume. Accelerated troubled expectations. It's a good acronym there, yeah. And there might be another one for assume. You know, it makes a you-know-what out of you and me. You've heard of that saying. I'm sorry? Assume makes a uh -huh. you-know-what out of you. you and me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that could be an acronym, too. You know? Yeah. 
a lot of words could be an acronym that we don't even think of. Just like anger could be an acronym. What about anger itself? Actions not gaining effective results. That's what anger mm. is. That's Your a good actions one. are Amen. not gaining Bravo. effective well, results. Right. That's what right. I speak on. I love this. Exactly. I get this out to more people to realize that their anger has no value. Where's right. the value? It's the domain I have. Where's the value? In other there words, is it's not no value in anger. It's not backed up with like passion. Like in other words, it's just anger for anger's sake. Right. You know. Where's the value words, from anger? Right. Now, if it leads to action, then yeah. you could say that it's no longer anger. It's passion. Right. Exactly. In other words, let's say you're mad about something. You want to do something about it. You don't know exactly what you want to do, but you plan on doing something about it, whatever that something is. But you want to do it in a controlled manner and not a, exactly. in a non-threatening. You like know what I mean? Our emotions are valid. We just need to do it the right way. You know, if we're upset exactly. about something. Like if we're upset about something we heard from, I don't know, a classmate or I don't know, whatever it is at work, you know, and we're mad about it. We could go to that person and calmly be like, hey, so I heard what you were discussing earlier. What was that all about? Can you give me your perspective on that On that, so that you know, we can have an understanding? I'm with you, Tyler. What about just a surprise look when somebody's angry with you? Just kind of back off. Like, whoa, are you okay? It's like, wait a minute. Is everything okay with you? What's have going on? Think. Right. Some people don't like to think, right? They don't. Many people don't like to think. They're just <laughs> not what they are. They're just on their phones all day. And I got to admit, I'm on my phone too a lot, but I still like to think. I like to think critically. Yeah, me too. There's some people who are like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to, I don't even want to clean my room. I don't want to do nothing. It's like, what? Come on. That's one of those problems. My son told me this when I was young. He said, You have your 10 (laughs) seconds of madness. Yep. And later I considered that a compliment because, of course, Ah. something happens. Oh, he he told you that. Frustrated or aggravated. I'm sorry. He told you that. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, because at first you're you're frustrated, you're aggravated, but it's controlled. You don't let it take over your emotions, right? And that's what I'm still trying to work on. You know, I mean, I realize that when it applies to all of us, we can't control how others react. We can only control ourselves. And you know, this is not an easy task. Don't get me wrong. I'm still learning this now. Um, I uh. No, regardless of what any person says about me, I just don't have to let it affect me because ultimately I'm letting them win. I just have to look at go in one out ear and the other. Just ignore it. Just pretend like I didn't hear it. Ah, yep. it's been tough. I'm not gonna lie. I'm still working on right. it, but I'm getting there. But where Sailor, you're right on track. What is the value in remembering it? Well, there's, there's the, the only value I could think of is you could remember to all, you know, learn from it and to move on and say, hey, you know what? Uh, remember this first and then forget it and move on. Yeah. I mean, because and, what people say about me, it's not about, I mean, they can think what they want, but I mean, ultimately, I know who I am. I'm comfortable exactly. who I am, you know, just like me. You know, me and Sailor together, man, we, I'm telling you right now, we literally have the same exact story almost to a team. We were both born three months premature. We were both born to twin, like uh, as a twin, except he has a twin sister. I have a twin brother and get this, both twins, one of, one of the twins, their eyes went from blindness to sight. My brother is 
fully sighted, drives everything. He lives a normal life. Uh, his sister was born blind, but her eyes reversed, and she lives a normal life and drives and everything. It's crazy. Wow. And we both yeah, saw the I same mean, eyes. Point, Michigan. We, we literally overcame so many things, like together, even though we weren't. It's almost like we were. We knew each other all our lives, even though we didn't. Exactly. We, we met in college in the fall of 2014 at Stephen F. Austin University, and I love that university, by the way. It's yeah, one of the greatest yeah, blind-friendly colleges in the in the country, in the state of Texas. And yeah, and not only that, we're on a journey together because we want to tell the world that it doesn't matter where you come from, what your disability, what your circumstance, you can go anywhere you want as long as you have the right mindset and you want to live in bliss. And it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be rich. doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be famous. I mean, sure, we would all like that. But that's not the point. I mean, the point is to pursue your dreams, whatever that may be, you know? And, and I believe, I believe my dream for people, ultimately, you know, I'm a firm, you know, I'm a Christian. I, I want people to hear Jesus and what he did for them. Now, if they don't want to accept it, that's okay. That's on them. You know, that's okay. But I, I just love to tell people good news and not only not only just about that, but even just what we just mentioned before, how you pursue your dreams any way you want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that's what we're doing. We we you know, we'll get people on track to live a blissful life, even during challenging times. And uh, I'll put information in the chat too, but uh please tell him what we're trying to launch. Yes. Um basically what we're doing. We are trying to launch the Blissful Life community. We've done a Lift Your Spirit party where we come together for one hour and we try to lift everyone's spirit up. We try to be like, hey, you know, if you were feeling down this week, that's okay. We're here to lift you up. And even if you you weren't feeling down, we want to just encourage you and teach you like in our own small way. But the Blissful Life community, what it will entail is we will be teaching each other rather than us teaching them. And so and it's, Tyler, it's a Sarah. Uh, Tyler, <laughs> let me let me mention that because one of the things that I like about what you're saying is we're yeah. helping people know and understand because sometimes things that are so simple we may know it well, someone else may not know it well. There's things right. that they know well that we may not know well. So it's all that process of learning together, and by achieving unity, it is an effort. It's a constant exactly. process of us learning building and taking that forward you mentioned following the lord i agree right. but one exactly. thing that i want to do is make sure that people understand yes get on your knees and pray but then right. get up so, off of your knees and go do where you're being led to be doing what needs to be needs to occur put those actions exactly. into efforts get off exactly. those knees and now do something and that's the problem we have a lot in our world today we're expecting someone else to do it for us, right? Right. When instead, we should do it ourselves. And like I was saying, this uh, Blissful Life community, it is a paid membership, of course. Um, we will obviously provide that in the chat for people. And uh, yeah, it, it goes more in depth. We, you know, we we haven't successfully launched it yet, but we're working on it. Yeah. And we hope to do it soon. And also, <laughs> for those who um, who are interested if any of y'all are interested, you can contact my good friend Sailor, and he can give you information about Speakers Playhouse Live in Allen, Texas in February. 
So yes. Yeah. So you. So Speaker's that? Playhouse is the best ninety minutes of your week, right? It is. Oh yeah. It'll and continue so, to be. Now, oh yeah. Forward, so like, do you have any formal coaching programs or anything? And please, uh, I think um, you emailed me all your information, and I've prepared the show notes already. <laughs> is there any more information you can share, or is that all what you gave me in your email? That's what I have right now. My focus now. I do have three different speeches that I work with, and one You're of them is a keynote speaker. To, yeah, correct. I'm a keynote speaker, and I'm a coach, Ooh. and I coach individuals in anger, hate, and prejudice. But I also mm-hmm. coach people on the professional side, which is called the Agile Manifesto, the Agile Framework, which goes back to what you were just saying a few minutes ago about um, Tyler about putting a program together. I call it exactly. Break it down, write it down, get it done. Put those into that order. Whatever you want to do, break it down into achievable tasks, write mm-hmm. it down so you have a list to go by, and then get it done. Start working on it right away. Same thing as getting up, up, getting up off your knees in prayer. Get to exactly. work. Write it exactly. down, get it done. Break it down to you achievable tasks. But back and to you know, the question. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just uh, thinking when you said get off your knees and get to work. You know, it's interesting uh, that you say that because I believe that faith isn't just simply believing. That belief turns into work because in the end, true faith will work. You know, it's not just, oh, I just believe, I just believe. And that's just at that. No, it isn't just that. Well, if you believe you're going to be successful, but you do nothing about it, well, you ain't going to be successful because in the end, you didn't really believe it, did you? Because you didn't act on it, you know? You, You will only achieve what you believe. Exactly. So and then put it into action to achieve. And right? a question, like, is it okay, say, if well, not just for me, but for any of us, if we're bothered by someone who's, like, tearing us down, telling us stuff we don't like that makes us emotional, angry, from anxious to, like, just overall bad, is it totally okay and acceptable to avoid outbursts back at them is it totally acceptable to just distance myself from that person and say just leave the area is it totally okay to do that it is 100 percent okay to do that and if they ever ask you have to mention to them or you don't have to but i strongly suggest mentioning to them about why you are stepping away don't have to tell them up front if you can just step away and be away great we are so like the five to seven people that we're around the most. And we usually imitate what those people do. But if you see anyone around you in your group, in your circle, that is not doing as you do, believing as you believe, as you believe, the first thing you want to do is to step away and get away from that person or that group of people. Yeah, so because it's a great uh, question. I won't I won't go into the specifics, but I I mean, I don't want to mention names, you know, for the sake of privacy and stuff on a podcast, but uh, I've been dealing with uh, this year. It's been a whirlwind. It's been crazy. Um, it's, there's a lot of good stuff that's happened really this year, but I've been I've been dealing with challenging family dynamics. And like, there's this new family member who I've had a lot of trouble with, you know, due to our differences. And I'm not going to lie, like, he said stuff to me that have really hurt me and, you know, they've triggered me because I'm also like, I'm also ADHD too. And like for like ADHD is like there, we are more emotionally sensitive to stuff and we get triggered and we can, we can get angry very easily. And 
honestly, it's been very hard. I I do regret it sometimes. Like whenever this guy would like tear me down, I would shoot back at him and fire back and stand up to his level, and which I'm trying not to do. I mean, that's why I've asked if if I'm in a situation where I'm just overwhelmed and just don't know what else to do, you know, first, of course, I'll try to take a deep breath and diffuse the situation. But if I have to leave the area, is it okay to do that? And the fact that you said yes, you know, it's, that makes me feel good that I'm on the right track, right? You are definitely on the right track. And maybe I, I can add two more things that I try to do when someone is being negative, I ask them why. If they're being angry or hateful or any way negative, I say, why do you feel that way? Let them say something. And when they say that, I say, based on what? Why and then based exactly. on what? What exactly. do they base that feeling on? Go ahead, Tyler, go ahead. Exactly. And, you know, I was just uh, thinking, whenever you say just leave the area, just don't retaliate or nothing, that's exactly how I want to live by. I want to live by what Jesus said in the Beatitudes. He said, uh, love your enemies and do good to them. Yeah, he doesn't say to hate them. He says to do good to them, and and and, and in doing so, you will heap coals on their head. Is what the apostle Paul was saying, and uh, I believe what was it First Corinthians or something, or Second Corinthians, one of the Corinthians or Romans or something. I think it was Romans, and he said, "Don't repay evil for evil, but with good." And I mean, I know I'm sounding like a pastor, but yeah. And- <laughs> But, and but it's true. Saying, the attitudes work. Blessed are those again, who mourn, for they will be comforted. You know, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness, for they, you know, shall be filled, or whatever and, it says. And yeah. also, what is this saying? Go ahead, Sarah. And also, like, Mark, uh, one thing I've learned is that I'm sure you've dealt with narcissists. You know how narcissists operate, and they they can be the most difficult people to deal with, and yeah. they can be very tricky. You just you didn't know how to deal with them. And what I've learned is by not making rules, but rather putting up boundaries, it puts the narcissist at a disadvantage where they know they can't they can't jack with you anymore. Am I correct? I mean, what else could you add on to that? To sh- can you shed more light on that? You bet. That's one of the things that you want to do because as you talk about rules, where do rules come from? They must come from guidelines. You can't just exactly. have a rule. What's that rule nope. based on? It's based on the guidelines back down to break it down, write it down, get it done. Break any of those rules down and find out why is that a rule? Was it one person with one situation, one out of a million perhaps, that a rule was created? Or is there a basis behind that rule uh, written through the guidelines that created that rule? Because that's one of the issues we want to look at. Rules are good if they are still, especially today, we have a lot of rumors that have turned into rules that we must eliminate, we have to go back to the guidelines, break it down. What is the rule? Break that rule down to the why. And what is that why based on? So we come out with the reality that we're reality focused in the process. That's my other phone number, 303-FOCUSED, F-O-C-U-S-E-D, 303-362-8733. And you know, it's interesting when you say rules, even our universe has rules. The rules of gravity, the rules of, you know, the whole idea that the world just spins on its axis and it tilts so amazingly. And I truly believe that it was orchestrated, all planned by a rule maker. And I believe his name is God. 
and yeah, Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what I believe. And, and now, so obviously others think differently, but that's okay. And so question, like, have you given paid keynote speeches? Because I'm I'm sure you've heard of a mental health comedian, Frank King. He and I are working together. We are working until we get my speaking career the way it needs to be or until we die trying, as we say. And guess what? I submitted nine speaking proposals last week. My keynote is living in the bliss lane, overcoming life's tri uh, triumphs and challenges. And um, I submitted nine last week. I submitted six this week. And I had one in Florida yesterday respond. Congratulations. Who, that they were interested. So, yeah, I've been on two. I've been on two keynote speeches this year they weren't paid but that's okay but i know next year i'm gonna get my first paid gig so tell Good me luck about and let me know speech. how i can help you let's work together all of us absolutely and so you get have you, get have you given paid speaking gigs or or what all of mine so far that's what i'm doing for this next year scheduling the paid ones i've limited the pro bono the free ones because it's taking too much time there's too much value that we are in need of right now I'm discounting them, but I want to make sure that we get this information out. And it's out in a way of not pointing fingers, but showing that we can achieve unity by working together to end anger. Hate, exactly. By eliminating the of yesterday. Take those guidelines, yeah. take those rules, break them down to guidelines. And let's put them together for a better tomorrow for all of us. I'm trying to, I'm, I am, I'm not trying. I am connecting as many universities and colleges as possible to start helping the students as they go out into the professional world a better way to look at each other and see red, yellow, black, brown, or white. We all need to be professional in each other's sight. We are That's all equal. Right. And, and right. can we even be professional with narcissists? Because I know that's more difficult, but how can we do that? Please help me. <laughs> well, you know, Sailor brings up a good point because what I want to do is break as much labeling as possible. Any kind of issues that we have with communication or collaboration, let's break it down, find out what that issue is, write that issue down, and get it done. Let's find the solution and put that solution into action by achieving unity everywhere. That's right. It should and, be and guess possible. What? Guess what? My friend Sailor, he has written his first book. And, and it's, it's, about about too. it's about navigating life's challenges and mochismo and what that yep. entails. I put it in the chat. Yeah, my book's in the chat, by the way. Please say the Thank chat. Thank you. I see it over there. Appreciate it's that. It's amazing, man. And guess, I'm telling you right now, this Chat GPT software is incredible. It just amazes me how you can just tell it to do almost anything textually. It will do it. It'll help you. That's, you know, that's what I use it for. I don't use it to, you know, to be like, oh, write my essay. No, I still have to come up with you. the idea. Do make sure it's your wording. I'm also an adjunct instructor at the University of Denver. Go Pioneers, one of the best hockey yeah. teams ever. Oh yeah, but that's one of the things we have to watch for with. Software like Chat uh, GPT, GTP, uh, make sure that we are not just having the students just go out to the internet and throw that software together to write their stories for them. We want to make sure that it is their intelligence and not our artificial intelligence. It's just a tool. It's it it doesn't it's do things for you. It just helps you. Exactly. Right. Exactly. In other words. I see nothing wrong with using AI as long as we're using it in the right manner, in the right way. Right. 
There's nothing wrong and with Chat that. GPT, as you said, is a tool that we need to use in the right manner, manner right? Exactly. We don't need to abuse it. And I'm sure like universities have specific versions of Chat GPT that, that that restricts it where it can't just write stuff. It it works the way they need it to work or what? No, they use well, something mean- called turn it in. Turn it in and it detects plagiarism and all this stuff. They're yeah. they they I'm telling you, I went to university and they don't play with plagiarism at all. You have you to make sure that your work is yours. That's the only way they gain value. Where's the value? That's what we have to think about, right? Yeah. Right. Like sources, uh, you know, creditable sources. Now, if it's just a stuff, an essay about you, you could put in a person's name as a source. And then you could just put in ND for no date, for instance, or yeah. you know, whatever you, whatever, APA um, format, MLA, whatever. So, yeah. um, so real quick, I mean, do you have anything else? Like, what are your future goals? Because I know we're limited on time. I mean... So what are your future goals? And then we'll go with our customary endings. How's that sound? All right. So it sounds good. What I'm scheduled for, my goal for 2024 is to have 24 speeches, paid speeches. Oh, that's yeah. A lot, but that's what my goal is. I want 24 paid speeches in this next year. You'll get out paid and supporting of others. Now, it's going to be, I've got a discount program to help some com- some organizations that I speak to <laughs> associations, corporations. Colleges, universities, and something I want to start doing is I'd like to reach out to some of our correctional facilities and speak to them Ooh, about this prisons. process. And I know we don't have much time, but just quickly, if we think about it, think about road rage. Oh, that yeah. road rage, oh, yeah. that anger, these people are going to jail. When you are going in jail, where's your freedom? You have no freedom. There is we have all fought for. If you're in jail, prison, where where's your freedom? It's a Have horrible place. I, I looked up what it's like to be in prison on Chad GPT, and oh, no, I never want to go there. Oh, no. And let me tell you, and the reason why they're there is because when you break the law, you're basically violating society's trust. You're basically spitting in the face of freedom, and you're taking advantage of it. Breaking the law. I love what you're saying. But how many of them know that? How many people it, who cre- are creating crimes many of them either don't understand that? Many of, many of Where them are we teaching don't. this to everyone? That's my goal. We need to be able to open the ideas and the concepts, those guidelines to everyone because too many of us just don't know. Of course they don't. And how do we some open of them, that door? Unfortunately, some of them don't even care. Some of them. Most Why do they however, not care? I believe most don't know. I believe most are just so, like, oh, wow. no big deal. Committed a crime, did this, did that. Well, it doesn't matter. If you do the crime, you do the time. That's, so you, that's the old saying. I don't believe it. So I you like want to do 24 speeches next year. Wow. That's four speeches good. next year. I'm also man. opening up my coaching. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tyler. 2024, it makes sense because if you want to do, you know, you can do 24 speeches this year. Paid speeches. This coming year, uh, next year, 25 speeches. And you could kind of just do it like that. And also, why by not? chance, yeah, are not? you working with the mental health comedian, Frank, or are you with someone else? Uh, I'm not working with him yet. I think I have a, a, a meetup. I, I'm sorry. I have a meeting with him oh, like this yeah. week or next. So I'm working with that. I do work with mental health, and I know we don't have much time because we've got to change the view of mental health. I need oh, help. I help. mean, how much time do you have? I mean, because I want to be mindful of your time as well, you know. Maybe right after this one, but it's one I can join late. Okay. But, so you I'm know what not... we could do? Maybe what we could do is we could do another segment with you. Yeah, I'd be honored. Specifically, we could talk specifically about mental well, health 
because I'm telling you right now, there are so many stereotypes regarding mental health, autism, all these things, ADHD, epilepsy, just so many myths and misconceptions about this. So true, Tyler. It's it's a negative word to too many people because I need help and support with my mental health. I need to continue learning. I need to and want to learn more to be a better person. And now I I have coaches. Right. I have people that help me. I would argue that every single person on this planet needs some mental health. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it at all. In fact, you don't have to be mentally. That term mentally ill, I just don't no. like that. And I hate the term. So, mental ill? Come on. Well, let's go back to what you're doing with your your own personal therapy. That's your right. own mental health. That's supporting your own mental health. Right? It is. But there's it, nothing wrong with that. It doesn't no, mean that you're in a home or something. It doesn't mean that no. you can't control yourself. That's your own mental health education that we all need, right? We all need it. In other words, socializing, being around people. Um, if people are comfortable, hugs, touches, you know, being touched on the on the back, being patted on the back, whatever, whatever makes you comfortable, a handshake, yeah, that can all contribute to a mental health. Being, uh, uh, you know, in the in nature, the sun, you know, like going out and hiking and doing all these okay. things. Okay, but anyway, yeah. So, what would you say to anybody else who is struggling in life and doesn't know where to turn? Turn to you, number one. You and Tyler in this program. We need yeah. to make sure that, that we, they, we've we got to let them know we exist. We do. That's where I am right now, trying to call people, trying to use the internet. I have newsletters out there. Have you been out to www.achievingunity.com? I've got four posts out there with articles I've written that I'm always updating. I'll have two more this week. If they can just go there, communicate with me, pass my name on to other associations, corporations, colleges, universities, any type of mental health or correctional facilities, let me come speak. Let's all work together to truly build a better tomorrow for our children and our grandchildren. Amen. And I'll definitely pass the word on to you through my show notes and I'll mention you at my keynote speeches. You got a friend in me, Mark. You've got a friend also. I will help you in any way I can. Well, everybody without food, do Please give it up for Mark Intrican on episode 64 of Help Without Sight. Everybody, stay blessed. Be united because divided we fall, united we stand. Live in bliss, everyone. Peace out. Thank you all. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Help Without Sight with Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans and got a lot of takeaways from this podcast. We hope you feel renewed inspired and encouraged like you can just carry on and conquer the world please hit the subscribe button on all platforms and tell your friends and family to do the same and in the meantime blessings to all